On the evening of January 30th, while a black preacher was at a nearby church preaching about social justice, his home was bombed by a white supremacist. His wife and seven-month-year-old daughter were inside the house at the time, but by the grace of God, nobody was injured. A crowd of concerned neighbors and friends started to gather outside of his house, and they became enraged and wanted to take the law into their own hands. The young preacher, in spite of his own anger, was able to calm the crowd down, implored them to allow the police to take care of it, to love their neighbor, and go home in peace. The year was 1956. The preacher was Martin Luther King. One year later, there was another attempt to bomb his home. Police found 12 sticks of dynamite on his porch, but they had not exploded. Allow me to read an excerpt from the Martin Luther King Papers, Volume 4. In a sermon he gave one year later, he confessed, I went to bed many nights scared to death by threats against me and my family. Early on a sleepless morning in January of 1956, rationality left me, King said. Then almost out of nowhere, I heard a voice that morning say to me, preach the gospel, stand up for truth, stand up for righteousness. Since that morning, I can stand up without fear, so I'm not afraid of anybody this morning. In today's scripture, we hear about the calling of God. We hear about a young boy named Samuel who confused God's voice with that of the high priest Eli. We hear about Nathaniel who was skeptical of the supposed prophet Jesus from Nazareth. We just heard about Dr. King who received death threats and attempts. And from this, we see that the calling of God is one that is not easily distinguishable. In this age of information, one could assume that it'd be easier to hear from God. For the first time in human history, we can answer almost any question and get an answer within seconds. Yet it's going to take more than a Google search or asking Siri or Alexa when it comes to knowing God's voice and hearing God's call. And how do we hear God's call with so many competing voices? I'll tell you one thing, it's probably not going to come through social media, through the news. We're probably going to have to put our smartphones down. One of the reasons the country is in the mess that it's in right now is because too many people rely on social media as a credible source of information and an arbiter of political education. Even worse, some of us look at it as a determinant of morality. In the book of Samuel, the scriptures say, The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were not widespread. Samuel lived with the priest Eli and lived with Eli's sons, who the Bible says were wicked. His sons were stealing from the people and having sex with women in the temple. And Samuel was exposed to this type of behavior even as a child. It's unclear if Samuel had any relationship with Eli's sons, but we know that he had a relationship with Eli, and it was Eli who was able to help him discern God's calling. So we see that God's voice pops up in unexpected places. Here was Eli, the high priest, who had sons that were involved in religious racketeering and prostitution. Yet in spite of this toxic environment, Samuel hears the voice of God. In our gospel reading, Nathaniel is also unsure if he's hearing the voice of God because of the environment of Nazareth. It's not a major city like Samaria or Jerusalem. 
Nazareth was an obscure village in the region of Galilee. It's not even mentioned in the Old Testament. How could anything good come from Nazareth? Nathaniel said. Much like Eli helped Samuel hear God's voice, Philip, who was Nathaniel's friend, helped Nathaniel hear the voice of Jesus. In both these stories, we are reminded that birds of a feather flock together. It's easy to take that old proverb for granted and see it as being dated. Yet in today's society, we see how failure to recognize God's voice from those voices in whose company we keep can have disastrous results. One of the reasons there's so much misinformation is because people's circles of influence, specifically on social media, are all the same. And when that is combined with dubious news sources, it creates an echo chamber in which only the opinions that I want to hear are those that are heard. And these opinions are no longer just considered opinions, but then they are taken as facts. What's worse is when you have church leaders who are also in these echo chambers, then it's no longer just opinions seen as facts, rather it is perceived as the will of God. And when we have preachers who are encouraging or condoning violence or racism or xenophobia and hatred, then we have preachers who not only have misheard from God, but are now worshiping the God of death and chaos. In a blog post titled, The False Prophets of the 2020 Election, blogger Jennifer Martin lists dozens of evangelical preachers who claim that they heard the voice of God saying Donald Trump was going to be reelected. And when Donald Trump lost the reelection, they joined in the chorus of false claims that the election was stolen. Martin writes, quote, Christians conflate what they want with what God wants, not just for things like comfort, health, fortune, love, but specifically for things like political elections. Any result they crave, that is the lens through which they see God. So in America, God is often seen as a white Christian nationalist patriot who loves America, wealth, capitalism, and power. She says, so when these preachers wanted Trump to be president, they sincerely believed that God wanted that as well. End quote. Shortly after the fall of the Roman Empire, St. Augustine wrote the book, The City of God. In it, he parallels two different cities that have two separate realities as an analogy. One city is based on self-love, the material world, and doing what is best for me and my kind. The other city is based on love of God, which is beyond this material world. And love of God is seen through love of neighbor. This theological idea is still relevant for us to this day. Right now, there are literally Christians making death threats to politicians and preachers who are finally rebuking Donald Trump for going too far. Unfortunately, racism is the original sin that America cannot seem to get past. This warped view of Christianity has been making threats since the days of Martin Luther King and even well before him going into slavery. And now with multiple video footage of police killing unarmed black men, women, and children, and now with the legalization of marijuana, which will make hundreds of people rich, while black and brown men have had to spend years in jail based on bogus crime laws, 
And now, after having had a blatantly racist president who incited an insurrection after losing the election, instead of being repentant over the sin of racism, some Americans have chosen to simply ignore it. Or worse, double down betraying what they say that they believed in, democracy. Martin Luther King did not have an Eli to help him hear the voice of God, nor did he have Philip to take him to Jesus. King had sleepless nights and death threats until finally something in him snapped, and God's voice broke through this distress which was evidence in this newfound courage that he had. He heard God in the dark night of the soul. The monk Thomas Merton wrote after the fall in the garden, God would be seen but only in the darkness, and man would be united in one body but only at the cost of struggle and self-sacrifice. The extremists who rushed the Capitol last week are willing to die for what they believe in and kill. This is not hyperbole. This is the reality that we have seen playing out before our very eyes. The voice of God, however, is not in the sword of Peter, who is willing to shed the blood of others. Rather, the voice of God is in he who is willing to shed his own blood, even on a cross, for love of the other. Until the church starts getting to that level of seriousness, then we will not see change in our country. God help us to have courage to preach the gospel, to stand up for truth, and stand up for righteousness.